Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome BTEC Smith and Steve Mex. BTEC Smith and Steve Mex. You are now entering the Megacars, the Megacars. Hello, Ted. What up, Steve? Oh, you know, just living. Good to see you as always. L-I-V-N, my friend. That's L-I-V-N. right. Not living. Live in. Live in. Living La Vida Loca, man. Oh, I was thinking about Waterson. <laughs> I get older, they stay the same age. That's right. <laughs> Probably one of the most quoted. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> what, gonna, what's going on over there, Steve? I'm just going to throw that microphone wherever I want to throw that microphone, Ted. When Luke's not here, I do whatever the F I want. Oh, I'm the loose cannon now. Luke. Luke. Bro, I feel like all we're doing is talking about Luke anymore. Yeah, what happened Luke to us, this. man? Luke that. Luke's not here with us this time around. Uh, he has some team stuff to do. I know. Shocking. The man has stuff to do in preparation for a football season. Mm-hmm. It's unacceptable. I can't believe those guys even practice or get together outside the season. Yeah. <laughs> I just love he texted me last night. He's like, man. He's like, I got stuff I got to do. I'm sorry. Uh, don't crush me too hard. <laughs> <laughs> of course not, dude. We only we, we kid because we care. I, you know what? I do think we need to address one thing. Yes. We joke about the Luke effect in the women, but it's, it's not. Last week after we did an episode with him, yes. the first, what, five, six tweets we got were all from chicks. All from chicks. All from attractive chicks, too. Yeah. And, and it just keeps coming. Like, there's... A whole new crop of ladies that have now jumped onto the mega cast. I've noticed some people like that have interacted with us, and yeah, it, it's Luke brings all the girls to the yard. He does, and it's awesome. Yeah, man, he's the man. I just never thought that many ladies listen to podcasts, and I love it. I mean, and don't get me wrong; I'm not complaining, and, and we love the mega dudes. Don't get us wrong, mega men. <laughs> that doesn't sound mega right. Mega men. I don't know. We could call them mega men. What do like we call the, them? Mega babes. We get the mega babes, and I think mega dudes. I think it's cool. I like Mega Men. All right, so we got the Mega Men and the Mega Babes. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like this is all leading up to one awkward mega orgy. <laughs> right? Hashtag mega orgy. Mega orgy. Bloop, bloop. Luke may or may not be there. Yeah, he probably won't. Right. Yeah, all right. But we'll wear his jersey. <laughs> Full disclosure, the mega orgy is just going to be me. Yeah. <laughs> And I'll be there watching. Yeah, Steve will film. Yeah. I'll live vicariously through Ted and his mega orgy. Yeah. Which is really just ridiculous. And don't worry, mega men. I won't be overly friendly with you. No. Maybe a high five, and that's about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, a wink, sure. A wink. A knee nudge. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say a wink and a nudge, but not that kind of nudge. A knee nudge is fine. Not a hip nudge. No. Not not a a thrust, Steve. No hip thrusts, no hip nudges. Man, we're already off the rails. Yeah, well, you know, it's typical kind of stuff for us, I think. Yeah, maybe we should just get right into things and uh, do the push-ups and and get the show rolling. Yeah, yeah, right. let's do like a real show this week. Yes, absolutely. Right. So we got to get 10. This is our opportunity for those that are new to the Megacast. Maybe you listened last week because Luke was on and he tweeted it out there. <laughs> and we got a ton of new retweets and followers and all that great stuff, which is awesome. Well, why we do these push-ups is so that you're focused and you're 100% invested in the Megacast. It's to get the heart racing, the blood pumping, and the brain functioning. This time around, it's kind of a bummer. Uh, hit, uh, push-up dedication, because oh. I, I came across oh. this new story, uh, a band that I really like. I got to see when I was in college, and they're an amazing band. I always call them Canada's version of Pearl Jam. They're not maybe selling tons of records, but when they tour, they they pack out places. It's the tragically hip. 
And, All right. And uh, if you're a hockey guy, you know this band. It's almost like that's like the number one band. If you if you want to bro down with a hockey guy, just bring up the hip. And oh, the hip. Yeah, the hip. That's that's you know that's just how you do it. All right. Hey man, have you ever seen the hip? Every hockey guy probably has seen them live at least once. I feel like a decent number of hockey guys. Like, yeah, I got it. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, Gordon Downey's their front man, an amazing front man. He even does have like an Eddie Vedder kind of a vibe up there, just really powerful. Slugging lines. Sure. Yeah. When I saw them, he was handing out twenties to the crowd just for the hell of it. Like nice. it was just like one, it, I saw him in Vermont, like at a small club, and it was awesome. Uh, great vocalist, great lyricist. He has a, a also like a Bruce Springsteen vibe to him, very working man type of a thing. Well, he just announced that he's been diagnosed with a terminal cancer. Oh, uh, Jesus. a brain cancer. Yeah. Oh. And here's the crazy part: he doesn't he doesn't want to stop touring. Like he's going to nice. continue, which I thought was like. It's a bummer story, obviously, and it's sad, but I thought that was so cool that like this guy loves what he does, loves his bandmates, and his bandmates are like, yeah, we're going to do this as hard as it might be. We're going to continue to hit the road, and this is going to kind of be like a swan song for the guy. So I figured all the music you're going to hear today on the Megacast is going to be the Tragically Hip. I, all right. Good chance for people to get introduced to their music, because I think people would really dig them. If you like rock music, you might not have ever heard of them. They're, they're royalty in Canada, but not really known all that well in the States. Uh, and my favorite song is a song called Courage, and I felt like, wow. No, no better song more appropriate for what he's going through. Is this a band like I would know but not know? Like I don't know that I know him? This song will be the best indication, I think. So if you're familiar right. with this song, then maybe you'll know a couple of other ones. But I, I grabbed like their biggest songs. Yeah. For, so I was like, listen to them, enjoy their music. This one's for uh, Gordon Downey. Pray for Gord. Uh, it sucks that this is going on for those guys. But man, what an inspiration that even though he knows that his days are numbered, he still wants to go out there and provide entertainment and be with his boys. And I thought that was that's pretty damn cool. It is. I don't know that I could do that. I have no idea. I don't know how I could react to something like that. Like, I think I'd, I'd want to go to the Maldives and then Disney World. Yeah? Yeah. Maybe then to the Pony Ranch again? Yeah, maybe something like that. Why not? For that mega orgy? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like if I'm dying, this might sound odd, but I don't know if having sex is the most important thing. Like, I want to go have fun and see people I love. In roller coasters as opposed <laughs> that's to sex. I'm, yeah. So I'm saying. Or, or maybe I'll bring one of the bunnies with me to the Maldives. That's a great idea. Yeah. All right. So let's get 10, Ted. For Gord. All right. All right, here we go, Mega Family. Tragically hip fan. <laughs> I know. I feel bad. You're looking at me like I got nothing, man. I don't know who this is. That's fine, man. Well, now you do. Yeah. Step never... down with the hip. <laughs> Ted Talks, starring Beatrix Smith. Just not the hip thrust. 
Well, this TED Talk was uh, before I knew we were going to have a somber uh, TED push-ups. <laughs> Sorry. I'm not trying to bring the room down. I just thought it's a cool thing what they're doing. No, it is. I just, just like, yeah, let's celebrate that he's dying in, in, in style. Like, uh, uh, all right. <laughs> Watch. Your TED Talk is live life. Live like you're never going to die. <laughs> I mean, the note I have for my TED Talk is Summer Blast Off. <laughs> I was like, it's Memorial Day weekend. That's no inspirational speech. Get out there. Have fun. That's fine. Right? It's the official start of summer. Let's get crazy. It's the Summer Blast Off. Like, get it done this weekend. And have a mega orgy. Yeah, mega orgies. But when I say have fun this weekend, you know, obviously get in a workout or two. But also, like, go out there and do it, man. Get that brunch in. Get in some water. You know, let's enjoy it. <laughs> get the brunch and get the water. <laughs> yeah, go swim it and then brunch. Oh, I think you meant like mix in a glass of water with your brunch. Oh, no, no, no. You can go straight mimosa. I don't care. Yeah, you don't want to get too much water. You don't want to fill yourself up. You want to eat as much as possible. <laughs> Obviously, you can kind of tell my plans for the yeah, weekend. Yeah, I was about to say, what do you got going on this weekend, man? I'm going out to a little dinner Friday night. Yeah. And then Saturday, I'm going to... Uh, you know, you know, Steve. I'm a Saturdays. Is a, no. Oh, I'm a huge yogi now. So you know. Oh, you doing the hot yogi? Yeah. So Saturday, you know, Saturday, of course, I got to go get my uh, last day in, and then uh, like the last day of the week. Uh huh. Saturday, I'm not sure. Saturday night, and then Sunday, it's gonna be a fun day. Getting up, going to a big brunch with uh, Ben, the psycho, and his whole family. They like a bunch of them come in for out of town. I think I've gone to that brunch like seven years in a row with them. That is awesome. Yeah. And then Sunday night, it's been like three weeks, bro. I'm jonesing. I'm ordering a goddamn pizza Sunday night. Yes. Yeah, man. Where are you going? Are you going Pagliacci's? Oh, man. You know, it's always a game time decision. Uh-huh. Pagliacci is my favorite, but sometimes you just want the greasy goodness of a Pizza Hut oh. or a Domino's or something. You got to get the... I feel like every week we talk about Pizza Hut and their chicken wings. They are great. I was they about to change say, the game with their right. delivery wing. I was about to say, you got to eat the wings, too, then. Yeah, well, Pizza Hut, man, I'm telling you, that dry Cajun-style wing, that's the most consistent Christmas small wing I've ever gotten delivered. God damn it. I'm pumped for Friday. My boy, the J-Mac, who usually works during the week, Yeah, he just texted me yesterday. He's like, you, you going to skate on Friday afternoon? I'm like, yeah, I typically do. And he's, I'm like, are you going? He goes, yeah, I got the day off. I'm like, does that mean what I think it means? He's like, yep. All you can eat sushi after we play hockey. Oh, nice. I am so excited. Nice. Those are my favorite times. Like when I'm, it sounds stupid, but whatever. I, I miss having him going to hockey. Like it pisses me off that he's got a real job now that he can't do that because we would like clockwork every Friday and it's a good way to kick off summer. So I'm pumped. Oh, yeah. we'd, we'd play hockey, get a good sweat in, not feel. Well, we'd still put way more calories back into our system because we would just then go to Trappers and just crush roll after roll after roll. We'd eat so much for our late lunch that neither one of us was able to eat dinner. Yeah. Like, I'd go home and my wife would just be like, do you even need a dinner? I'm like, I'm going to sit this one out and I'll be ready for our snack after. (laughs) Yeah. Get at me around eight when it's time for snack or some kind of ice cream. Yeah, exactly. Some ice cream or popcorn. Yogurt. Yeah. A little froyo. I think we're doing that on Saturday. We're going to hit up Menchie's. Mm. Or she wants to go to some vegan place, uh, Plum Bistro in Seattle. All right. 
For some reason, for a second, I heard that come out as like Plumpies, and I was like, seems like a weird name for a vague, vegan spot. That's what happens when you get that mega orgy in. Right, I was you like, know, you're Plumpy. Plumpies sounds like like Plumpies, you know, like a sub shop. Plumpies. I want to start a place called Plumpies. Dude, there's a place in Ocean City, Maryland called Tubbies. Tubbies? Yes. And they deliver subs to like some crazy time, like 2 or 3 a.m. It's awesome. They probably have the best logo. I think it's just like a bunch of chubby bears. See? Yeah. That sounds awesome. Yeah, man. <laughs> Tuggies. No, no, Tubbies. Tubbies. Tuggies is a different place. Tuggies. That's 21 and up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's on the back bay. Yeah. That place, it, it's violated a few health codes. Oh, Tuggies. Tuggies is fun, though. I miss Tuggies. <laughs> that sounds so... You know, honestly, there's... So in uh, in Towson, Maryland, where I used to live, right? Uh-huh. There's a place called Bubba's Breakaway. Great chicken, cheesesteaks, great subs, right? Old Bay Fries. But above it, it was always rumored, was a, a massage parlor that gave out... Uh, the happy moments? Yeah. So really? we're just talking subs and tuggies, and it's like, I know an intersection where they meet. <laughs> the, sounds like a brilliant marketing plan. Yeah. I never went upstairs. I just stuck to the to the subs. Get your foot long and then give up your foot long. <laughs> I, think, I think I went the foot long sub after. Yeah? I mean, that's me. Or maybe you had the six inch, give up the six inch, and then get another six inch after. Well, it's like I have this theory that I think a lot of couples would have easier Friday nights if they had sex, then went out to dinner. Hmm. You know, because it's always that conversation. You're a lot. At least the dude is definitely way more chill. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're 100 percent more chill. And then it's like, I think the little things that like in a relationship might annoy you won't. No. Like we all know she wants the fries, but she's gonna get a salad, right? And then she's gonna eat my fries. Right. And generally, I'm kind of like, listen, you know, like it's a hard line in the sand. You ordered the salad, stay with, you know, like a couple fries is one thing. Right. But you're, you're into half my order. Right. You're now dipping into my condiments. I didn't eat your tomatoes. Right? Hands off that Chipotle ranch. Dude, she does do that. That is funny that you bring that up. They like, all well, do. And it's okay. fine. Yeah. She gets the salad, and then I'll be ordering. She's like, well, what are you going to get? I'm like, I'm thinking about getting the burger, but I think I'm going to get a salad to be good. She's like, oh. I'm like, what's the problem? She said, I was hoping to have a couple of your fries. I'm like, that's all I need to hear. Here I am trying to be more healthy because you give me a hard time because of the things that I eat. I'm trying to be more healthy, but now you've already now you've given me the green light. I'm definitely going to go. Yeah, exactly. It, even if it means I have to give up, there's going to be a couple casualties, meaning that you're going to eat some of them. Of course, I'm going to go with the fries. See, I'm saying this tension eased. You've sex. already had sex. Right. You know, it's like, honey, take half the fries. I don't care. In fact, have all the fries. I don't want them. Yeah, I'm just going to eat this burger. This burger's plenty. It's plenty filling. You know what? You're right. I'll eat a black bean burger. Who cares? Yeah. Sure. Why not? Yeah. Yeah, so Plum Bistro is like a vegan restaurant. Is uh, it up here? Yeah, it's in Capitol Hill. You going to go Saturday? Maybe. Yeah. Huh. All yeah. right. Did you want to go eat there? No, sorry. I should say I'm just looking at you like I'm like I'm inviting myself. It felt like, that no, way. No, like let's meet up beforehand or something and have a drink. I'll, I'll let you know. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I was like, so yeah, I'm just staring like, at Steve. Like, where? All right, cool. <laughs> See you there. Because I'm like listening to this. I'm like, does Ted really want vegan dinner? I don't think Ted wants vegan dinner. Not when it's, we're walking into the summer. Summer blast off weekend? Right. You're not going to eat vegan for a summer blast off weekend. No, I got to get some pork involved. I haven't had pork in like three weeks. Damn straight. I'm yeah. hoping I'm going to get some pork involved after that you meal. You know what I'm saying, son? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the summer blast off. Blip, blip. All right, when we get back. <laughs>
<laughs> we're doing a real episode. Yeah, we're going to talk a little bit about I got some stories. Do you want to actually, we've been putting this off for a while. Do we want to find out if we're um, douchebags? Yes. Right. Yes. Because I got the 11, 11 telltale Why signs. Why am I so excited about I don't that? know. <laughs> Number one sign, you're really excited to hear about the list of reasons why you might be a douchebag. <laughs> right? This list could be total BS, bro. All right, when the Megacast comes back, we're all going to find out if we're douchebags. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Are you tired as f- Go brew up a cup of coffee as the Megacast will be back. Tired as f- an epidemic but the time has come to help young women of america stop the overusage of the words like and you know like with you know the summer coming up and like you know just i think it'll be good like just having more time and i tell you like what i want like as far as like spending time with you because i feel like i feel like i don't do a good job with that you know like we miss kind of you know each other in a lot of ways yeah we know what it's like parents please teach your daughter there's no use for those words in those sentences sadly there's a generation of young women learning bad habits from the kardashians you know i'm like you are like 60 pounds off like this is the time when everyone's like someone's like go to mcdonald's like that's not happening for me (laughs) don't let that happen to your daughter thank you Ted and Steve are back, so let's rock out. The Megacast is back. The secret rooms of engagement are hard to endorse when the appearance of I'm looking at the Plum Bistro menu. All right. All right. We were talking a little bit about it. Just like, what am I going to eat there? And it's like, they got spring rolls. They got raw tacos. What's in a raw taco? Sprouted corn tortillas stuffed with avocado, tomatoes, soy ricotta, spinach, cilantro, and fresh salsa. All right. I'd eat that. Raw kale and seaweed salad. Out. All right. Uh, Let's go to uh, the burgers. They have burgers. For me with kale, it's so bitter. 
You got to have like a fried plantain. There's got to be something kind of sweet to offset the bitterness. I think that's a good call. Yeah. You can get the crazy Jamaican burger. It's a jerk tofu burger on its own fresh baked bun with ripe plantains, grilled sweet onions, potato salad, tomatoes, and house vegan mayo. Well, that actually sounds, sounds pretty good. That might be what I'm getting. Yeah. They even got like tempa. They got burgers made out of tempa. Ted and I have had a very bad experience eating tempa. Yeah, we tried. Tempa's nasty. Do you get down with the field roast like sausages? Oh my God, yeah. All right. We eat those all the time. We I'll even grill those and they taste amazing. All right, I see them. I'm always like, I wonder how they taste. Field roast sausages are really good. The field roast burgers are pretty damn good too. Um, we were just talking about my wife wants to make vegan nachos. Like like Ooh. a big, and I was like, oh yeah, because she's got like some fake vegan cheese that's not bad when it's you know in in a meal. I I try to eat like a bite of it and it's okay. All right, uh, what's but, it close to? Um, kind of like a, not, I don't know if it's like a Havarti. It's like almost like a pepper jack. All right, the one that we have, not that spicy though. Um, but I was like, yeah, we'll get that. And I guess Field Roast makes ground a fake ground beef. Yeah. So I'm like, let's do this. Let's do some homemade nachos. Yeah. I'm I'm excited about that. Yeah, nobody... Right. I no, mean... I know people probably rolling their eyes like, just eat the... No. Happy wife, happy life. <laughs> and <laughs> if she's going to make the meals, I'm not going to tell her to use meat if, if she's a vegan. It's just... Hey, um, look, man. The bottom line is this. Nachos are back in your home life. I'm excited about <laughs> yeah. that. Right. Thank you. Right. Let's I look at the plus side. Look, I got to find little happinesses when it comes... And, and she cooks great meals, but obviously I would much rather to go to a restaurant and eat a giant plate of unhealthy nachos. But oh, if, yeah. if this is what I got to work with, I'm pumped. All right. Let's talk uh, regular nachos. Yes. Do you prefer a place that has like a bunch of shredded cheese uh-huh. or a place that goes with just like the molten cheese on top? Oh, I like it when it's like fully melted on like the chips. So, you know what I mean? Like, do you like like shredded cheese on top that gets melted on? Yes. Or like the gooey kind of like Velveeta, like almost like cheese. cheese. The the, the fully shredded, the shredded cheese. All right. What about you? I think I like the cheap molten cheese. I mean, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna send it back. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, oh, do you like jalapenos on yours? No, you can have the jalapenos. Do you go ground beef or chicken? I always go chicken, but ideally, I would prefer ground beef. Right. In a perfect world, ground beef is the way to go. Yeah. I feel like naturally, I just go, oh, chicken. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm glad we got that out of the way. <laughs> now we can proceed. Now we can talk about whether or not we're douchebags. <laughs> if you like uh, molten cheese, you're a douchebag. No, I'm kidding. Oh, That's thanks, Steve. Just kidding. I like how this article, it starts off by saying, everybody knows the world is full with, filled with douchebags, but nobody thinks that themselves are douchebags. That is what philosophers like me call a paradox. Here are 11 indisputable signs that you might indeed be a douchebag. All right. All right. Okay. I know somebody, we both know somebody that would be number the number one one. You DM random girls. All right. So that's that's not me. Right. So like if like, let's just say you'd have to know the person before you sent them a direct message. Well, not always. In, in what instance would you direct message someone that you didn't know? Uh, like like a chick. I'm talking. I don't know. Like if they follow, like, man, God damn it! I guess it You're is. You're a douchebag then. I have direct messaged people I don't know before, but I mean, like I've I've already exchanged stuff on Twitter. Oh, that doesn't count. And then kind of was like, oh yeah, hey, by the way. All right. Well, you know, let me read the reason why they're. they're right. There's actually they. they it's say, not like they followed me and then I was just like, "Oh, hey, what's up?" Right. You want to have sex? You want to get on on this mega orgy? 
Uh, you'll be the first. I have to find more people. Maybe you can help me find them. <laughs> this person says, uh, let me amend this by saying you DM random girls with the intention of showing either showing them your penis or asking them to show their their lady parts. That's not cool, bro. Not at all. Well, I guess I was the douchebag back in the MySpace days. See? <laughs> yeah. All right, so I guess we're one. We're both douchebags in, in that situation. But I don't know. But the, my douche, it wasn't like usually. I mean, like I have DM people I don't haven't met in person, but not for like trying to. Oh, I did. I DM'd a stripper once. See, you're douchebag. All right, all right. That according makes me to this, I don't think right. we are. But according, uh, what do you think? Uh, if we have more than half, yeah. Okay, so right now we're both at one. All right. I'm gonna incorporate my single years. All right, that's fair. I, I feel like that, if I just go with the married life, married Steve. Then yeah, I mean, of course, I'm never gonna. I'm probably not gonna show up on any of these. Good point. Although no, actually, I'm wrong because the next one, you've you've lectured somebody about electronic dance music. Check mark. Yep. I don't even think we need to read it. We Check both, mark. We both have uh, extolled the virtues of EDM. Yep. We both enjoy it. Yep. They <laughs> they said yeah. If you've done that, you're a douchebag. You've ever said you do you. Like, you know, someone says, I'm going to go and get wasted tonight. And you're like, oh, you do you, bro. I don't think I've ever said that seriously. Yeah, because this person even says, like, if you say that, that's a phrase that's so cringy and devoid of original thought, like you pulled it out of an um, advertising campaign aimed solely at douchebags. Yeah. It's more, Yeah, I don't think that counts if we're doing it in a sarcastic way. No, and I think generally when I say it, it's almost like a put down. All right, so we're okay on that one. Yeah, like, all right, man, well, you, you do, do you, do. bro. Next one. <laughs> This might now apply to Ted in lieu of his latest hobby. You wear a Lululemon. Oh, I don't, Steve. Okay. Steve, I sweat so much, I just wear a bathing suit. Do you really? Yes. That's awesome. Yeah. It's hot in that class, man. Being a yoga bro is suspect enough, this thing says. But like our buddy the mayor wears Lululemon pants all the time, and I do not look at him and go, douchebag. I think you're a douchebag if you make it a point to let people know you're wearing Lululemon. You know what I mean? Like there's a like because it's expensive. Lululemon, look, I have a wife who loves Lululemon clothes, and it's not cheap. And I go in the store with her a because it's fun to look at the ladies that work there. It's like it's like Nirvana, but uh, more importantly, like I'll see the the guy section, and some of those pants look very comfortable. The, and here's the other thing. I've never been in a Lululemon store. Excuse me. Oh, you're missing out. Never been in a store. From everything I can tell, their clothes don't really have an insignia. The only no. way I can know people go to Lululemon or spend money there is because they start carrying all that, their stuff in a Lululemon bag. The bag. The bag is status, man. Yeah. My wife's got a whole bunch of them. She has yeah. friends that like, are like, if I give you money, can I have that bag? And she's like, you just have the bag. I have others. Yeah, it's crazy. And then, like, I'd always see him and I didn't know where they were. And then I was like, so that's the, to me, that's the only real statusy thing that comes from Lululemon. So we're safe. Neither yeah. one of us. We're not douchebags. What was that? Was number four, right? One, two, three, four. Yep. All right. So right now we're, uh, we're two out of four. Two out of four. I'm keeping track, Steve. Okay, me too. Uh, you play acoustic guitar. <sighs> I wish. I have an acoustic guitar in my little office, but I don't know how to play it. If I want to, does that make me like douchebaggery? Well, let's say, I'm not really talking about the guy that just dinks around on his guitar all by himself. Right. Uh, I'm talking about that guy. You know the one. He shows up and serenades everyone with his tender acoustic stylings because he's the most sensitive man in the world. Yep. I could agree with that. Yeah. that's that. But you know what? That guy's getting laid. Yeah. That's the difference. Right. All right. And his Lululemon pants. Oh, this one. Uh, I don't know if either one of us are guilty of this. You use tech speak in real life. 
Like, I never go hashtag partying. Yeah. All right. It's like uh, BRB. Right. Or LOL. Yeah. That's not us. JK, it is us. No, it's not us. All right. So, so far, we're okay. I, I think the thing that I use the most that's an acronym is an old uh, army one. It's just FUBARD. Yeah, but I don't think that's... Yeah, that's not tech speak. Right. Or tech speak. Right. You're not going like R-O-T-F-L. I like Snafu the best. Again, though, that's way before the tech speak. Right, exactly. I think you're fine with that. Yeah. FUBAR is a good one, though. FUBAR is, but I I just like Snafu. Sometimes you say it and people don't know what it is. It's like, eh, situation all messed up. All right, next one. This is good because of what we were just talking about. You're super passionate about any of the following. CrossFit, veganism, environmentalism. No. No, no. I mean, we're- If anything- We just did a whole thing about how- right. If anything, frustration comes through on your veganism. Yes. <laughs> that's what we're like, look, man, he's just happy he's eating the goddamn nachos. We get it, but that's what the light, that's the world he's living in. Yeah, I got to embrace it. I do me. You do you. JK- now let me get my guitar. Uh, we use we when we really mean you. So they would give an example. How are we feeling today? Or what are we thinking this morning? I never do that. No. Okay, so we're fine on that one. I don't need to go into more detail. So far, we're in good hands, man. We are. Yeah. You make a big show of being sensitive, progressive, a very good person. So you like show off that you're doing good things. I don't think that's us. Again, I think we're fine. Dude, we're not douchebags. No. This is awesome. You don't tip. Oh, definitely not We're us. both very good tippers. If anything, I think I'm guilty of over-tipping. You and me both. Yeah. I, I go over 20% more often than not. Yeah. That's it. That, I thought there was oh, 11. one more. You are this guy. Kanye. That's what he says. Huh? You're, well, we're not Kanye. We're not Kanye. All right. So, out of all of these, I got nervous, dude, because we started off swinging. And we, so, basically- First two, we were wrong. We like EDM. And we like to ra- randomly DM girls. Or DM random girls. Yeah, we don't even do that that often. Really, we like EDM. And we're not even like, we're not even like, the, the we're good. We're horny guys at a rave. Yeah. <laughs> that may send you a DM. Yeah. <laughs> we might have done our, our our share of drugs that make EDM more fun, and then the residual effect is you still enjoy EDM music. Yeah. I, I, I almost tweeted out the other day, like, I like my EDM either early in the morning or at a festival. Yeah. Yeah. Or driving. I enjoy listening to EDM while driving. Huh. I haven't I done do, that. Well, you don't drive much, but I, yeah. I, I do it. Yeah, that's a good point. I do a lot of driving, and it does help me stay awake. Nice. So we're good. <laughs> we're not douchebags. Not douchebags, mega family. You don't have to worry. You're not listening to a couple of douchebags. No, not at all. Not at all. We're actually far from it. We're, we, we're great people. We do great things. We do. And, well, I, I don't know where we go from here. We don't need to go anywhere, man. All you know, right. We, uh, I do want to talk a little bit about our, uh, how much time we got. Okay. Over Last weekend, you and I, we had a good day out. Yeah. We went, went awesome to the, day. Went to the Sounders. That was awesome. Thank you. Yeah, man. No worries. I haven't been to a Sounders, I haven't been to a Sounders match in a while. The last time I went, though, I, I did not sit in the section that we sat in, and I did not get to experience what it's like to be that close to the field. And it is, your seats are incredible. Yeah. My seats are right in the north end. Like there's a, well, 146. You're 146, row B, seat eight, if represent. I had to guess. Represent. <laughs> but right, like there's the hawk's nest, and then there's those suites mm-hmm. on the ground floor, and there's one section in between there. Yep. So that's where me and my buddies sit, and we've had those seats since 09. But we have six seats in the in the front row, six in the back row. 
Yeah. So there's like, right, there's like 12 of us. But it's great, man. You're right on the field. The other team has to warm up right in front of you. Like right in front of you. Yeah. There's tons, like, Uli's sausage stand is right behind us. Perfect like, spot. Yeah. You don't really have to go in. There's a kid valley right behind us. Yeah. Like, you know, you can get good food. Like, that, yeah, that, I love that section. And everybody around you guys was cool. Like, oh, that, yeah, Squirrel and everybody? Everybody that I met while there was, like, super uh, friendly and also willing to share their knowledge of soccer because I only know so much. We were there with Taryn Daly and her man, and she only knows so much. I mean, she knows a lot more than me because she played soccer. She but, played growing up. But she still had some curiosity about the environment, the experience, the chants, the dancing, the bouncing. It was it was a lot of fun to just kind of pick the brains of some of the guys. It was great to sit with you. It's great to watch the game up that close. It sucked that they lost, but it was still a lot of fun. Yeah, and that's the cool thing. Like you know, when, especially with like Sounders, because there's so many games. Yeah. So like you know, we've had those tickets forever. So that's how like you, we know everybody behind us. We know everybody like to the side of us, and you you know you become like a little community there. That's what I was hoping for when I got my season tickets for the Seahawks. I really thought, wow, I'm going to be a part of this awesome. Like I was so pumped. I got seats. I'm like, yeah, this is going to be great. And we, I had them for many years. The only problem is everybody who sat around me were scalpers. They had season oh, tickets. And then scalped them? So I had no idea who was going to be. I, the people right to the like to the right of me, I knew and they were super quiet. They weren't like, I don't even think they had fun at the games. Like they just sat there and moped. Granted, it was the season when the main season I remember was when Jim Mora was the coach and there wasn't really much to cheer about, but it was still kind of weird. They weren't friendly. Yeah. And with Seahawks, too, man, like, they only have a finite number of games. What do they right. play? Eight, nine eight. home games? Eight. Eight unless you get playoffs, yeah. Right. So, and then preseason, of course. Right, but the other problem is, like, even if you have season tickets, there's only eight of those. Right. So people go full board 100% in. Whereas, like, Sounders, there's enough of the matches. Like, don't get me wrong, there's a lot of drinking that goes on at Sounders matches. I didn't notice anybody drinking. Yeah, I just feel like You were sober. Oh, yeah, as a, as a, ju- as a judge. <laughs> I just feel like it's a little more paced out as uh-huh. you have all year. You know what I mean? Plus, yeah. I don't know. Me and my guys, like, we always joke around, like, like, yeah, we're all like mid thirties. Like, we just kind of got older. It used to be like a thing. There's twelve of us. Mm-hmm. At least four of us used to be blacked out drunk. Oh yeah, I didn't see any of that. Yeah, I know. Everybody People was were having their pops, but they were, you know, everyone was being cool. Yeah. But like I said, yeah, I mean, it was so cool to be around like that kind of a, uh, like it was almost like a family. You know what yeah. I mean? Like there was a group of people, everyone knew each other high, and then anyone who was new to the group was welcomed with open arms. And to be able to watch the ECS guys from across the field so you could really see what they're doing. Oh like, yeah. Almost like from the perspective of like the goalie for the opposing team. That's what it felt like. I don't know how those guys can function after a game. Like, oh. I, I would go straight to bed. They're bouncing nonstop, Yeah, man. the pogo's intense. Yeah. Yeah, then they all go to Temple afterwards. And what's Temple? Oh, man, I should, well. I know that's in the world of wrestling. That's where the Lucha Underground people wrestle. No, Temple's like a couple blocks over from the stadium, and it's a pool hall. Oh, okay. But after the games, man, if you want the real environment, go in there. It's all the ECS guys, like, especially after a win. Everybody's pretty fired up, like, drinking beer, shooting pool, and it's like, Oh, this is supporter culture. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. It's a ton of fun. And another thing I learned while being there was I did not realize how many smoke shows go to Sounders matches. Oh, yeah. And groups of them. Yeah. Yeah, man. Like ladies' night kind of action. Yeah, it's an attractive crowd. It's unbelievable. It is. I don't get how someone could go to a a sporting event though wearing heels. Yeah, I don't get that either. I think, think, you know, I think Sounders fans overall... Or pro- or, well, I don't know. Mariners has some attractive women too. We got to do. Yeah, but like Sounders day in and day out, I think is like more attractive. I will give the NFL fans this: 
Like, there's a lot of cute girls, and then, like, the ones that are all dressed up are mm-hmm. just ridiculous. Yeah. But they're, like, few and far between. Whereas, like, you go to a Sounders match, there's a lot of... It's almost a 50-50 split. Yeah. Right. It, it, and they're all blonde and hot. It's like yeah. you're in Sweden. Yeah. The other nice thing is, too, is, like, soccer between indoor, outdoor, adult leagues, like, I think a lot of people still play. That's a good point. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. And and the, the tickets aren't super expensive, so that helps, you know, like, so you can, like, even if you're not, like... You could get tickets. It's not like, you know, with like the Seahawks where it's like it's dropping hundreds and hundreds of dollars just to be able to go to one game. Yeah, exactly. But it was fun, man. And then afterwards we went to the last international and, and maybe we'll talk about that in the next break. Yeah, uh, great that, show. Yeah, that was unbelievable. So when we get back. Uh, we should play a Seahawks Sunday, though. Yeah. I don't know when. We, we got a ton of stuff we're always planning. I know. We need to get one. That's what we should do with an RV. We shouldn't go anywhere, Steve. Let's rent it. We'll drive it and park it. We'll tailgate a game. We'll take off Monday. <laughs> then we'll return it on Monday. We'll wake up Monday morning wondering what the hell happened. Yeah. Why are we in Portland? And who's this guy that drove us? Uh, it's, it's me, Bill. I met you guys. I stayed sober. Don't worry. Right. But I did a bunch of meth. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, we're going to be in San Francisco in two hours, guys. I got to meet my dealer. Got to bring more drugs back to Seattle. When we get back, we did get an, uh, an email. Somebody wanted our help. All right. So maybe we'll get to that. I don't know. Like we'll real see. help or just kind of kidding around? No, they need mega advice. Oh, all right. So we'll see what happens. I got that. mega opinions. Yes, you do. <laughs> when the mega cash returns. These guys aren't weak kings, but they are kings of podcasting. The Megacast will be back. Sundown in the Paris of the Prairie. We kings of all treasures buried. Let's just see what tomorrow brings. Oh, that's what tomorrow You smell plain. Not anymore. Marvel presents the Civil War Cologne Line. Civil War. Each bottle captures the essence of a superhero. Want to feel seductive and sexy? Spritz yourself with Black Widow. Careful, she bites. Coat yourself in a spicy suit of rich and smart with Iron Man. Don't get wet. Captain America evokes the musty scent of an antique American flag. Musty. Brainwash your senses into dark, passionate confusion with Bucky Barnes. Is he good? Is he bad? No one knows. Feel tiny but mighty with Ant-Man. So damn tiny. And then there's the bow and arrow guy who doesn't have a scent because he's pointless. We don't even know his name. The Civil War Cologne Line. Bananas. Unleash your power by unleashing theirs. (sighs) Oh, the smell of it. Ted and Steve might have a couple extra pounds on them, but they aren't sinking. The Megacast is back. Boom, blue on the street. Loose and complete under sky. So smoky blue green. I can't foresee a Dixie did she. So we dance the sidewalk clean. 
my memory is muddy What's this river that I'm in? New Orleans is sinking, man, and I don't want to swim Is this still the hip? Yeah, man. All right. You like this one? Yeah. Tragically hip right there. New Orleans is sinking. Have you ever been to New Orleans? Uh, just once. Oh, you went to a bowl game, right? Or uh, a I went to a football game. game. Yeah, we went to we went to Bourbon Street, hung out there for a few hours, and then went up to Baton Rouge. God, I want to go back to New Orleans. We got to go to New Orleans. Here's another See, thing to throw into our plans. Yeah, I got. I guess I got to do New Orleans like at nighttime. Yes. I only went to Bourbon Street during the day, and it was just Ugh. like, God, this is gross and disgusting. I mean, we yeah. still got kind of drunk and had fun. Yeah, but that's a nasty area. Oh, yeah, you, so gross. It's like the ugly lights are on. Yeah, it yeah. was brutal. Like when bar lights are on in a bar. Yeah. That's what it looks like, yeah. Mm-hmm. If not worse, because it's outside and people and it just, just smells like piss and vomit. It's just terrible. But yeah. at night when you're hammered, it's I bet it's a, awesome, unbelievable. Yeah. So much life. Everybody's drunk. At least the times I've been there. The one time I went there a couple nights out on Bourbon Street, everyone's s bomb, but nobody's like being dicks, huh? Like no one's wearing their Lululemon, listening to EDM, DMing women. Like nobody's douchebags. How are we feeling? <laughs> we are feeling drunk. <laughs> <laughs> ah, dude, I love that place. It's like I always say, it's the dive bar version of Vegas. Yeah, because you drink outside, all bets are off. There are strip clubs, like there are Starbucks here in Seattle. Like every block has a strip. Bourbon Street's ridiculous. Like you don't even know when you're walking in if it's a strip club or if it's a bar. The main thing I remember was we got there and we went to like some uh, little like. Uh, what do you call it, like diner or whatever? Everybody's like, go down there. That's like the best food this time of day. Right. So I went down there. Oh! I thought there was a counter to lean back on. Sorry. And uh, I almost fell. Uh, <laughs> what was he going to say? And like we ate there and it was fine. And then like we're walking around Bourbon Street and like our buddies are supposed to meet us. So we were like, is there flying in? So we're like, all right, meet us at Pat O'Brien's. Okay, yeah. Like the place that originated the hurricane. Yes. So we got there and Love we're that like, place. And we're like, this kind of sucks. Like, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. So we get into Pat O'Brien's, like, all right, we'll all take a hurricane. And then it was like, we drank that hurricane. It was like, you know what, man? Like, this place is kind of cool. Like, yeah. let's, let's, go, let's go walk around a little bit. I mean, yeah. that hurricane turned our moods yeah. so quick. You need alcohol to enjoy Bourbon Street. Yeah. And There's- then we went to a bar and there was this tub girl working, you know, like working the beer tub. Yes. And had like just these massive, awesome boobs. They were like barely in this little top. And she was from Baltimore. I mean, but it's like, oh. oh, we're from Baltimore. And I remember I ordered three Miller Lights and we got nine because it was like, buy one, get two free. Jesus. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I remember we, we tweeted that we were at Pat O'Brien's. Whoever their like marketing guy was a brilliant person. Whoever handles their social media is like, hey, you also probably saw that we worked at a radio station and all that kind of stuff. And they're like, hey, let's meet up. And so we met the guy, bought us some drinks, he gave us a little bit of a tour around like the, the place and yeah. treated us like gold. It was awesome. Yeah, and that bar time. is super cool, man. Yeah, I really dug the vibe at Pat O'Brien. Yeah. But and, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Pat O'Brien's is the is the truth. And then all the, like the it's just like they have like just the stacks upon stacks of cups and they just fill it with the hurricane mix. Yeah. And it was fun to watch. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh man, not when I go. <laughs> I got hit in the head with a, a set of beads because you know beads are flying. It's like a war zone. Oh, you weren't there at night. No. Oh, at night it's like a war zone of beads, man. They're flying left and right. Women truly are taking their tops off for beads. Nice. Like yeah. Oh yeah, you would love it. It's well, awesome. That, that was the crazy thing. The next day, so we drove up that that afternoon or evening mm-hmm. to Baton Rouge. Then we're going to a game the next day, right? Yeah. 
We the game was a 6 p.m. kickoff. We got there at 11 a.m. and had to park like a mile and a half away. And everybody's like, "Well, you're late." Like, damn. Like they take their tailgating serious. No joke. Yeah, it was awesome, and people were just. That was the story about like the, we met these guys the night before Cody, Cody Blue, and he was like, "Come by our tailgate or whatever." And I mean, they've got kegs of like you know with a uh, purple beer, but, like they put the food dye in it. Uh huh. And they've got like food and everything. So then he's like, "Hey, can you guys kick down like twenty bucks?" And we're like, "Sure, sure." So we all like throw in twenties. We're like, "Here's one hundred twenty dollars." And he's like, "Oh man, I only wanted twenty total." <laughs> we were like, there's five of us like crushing your beard, eating your food. Like, just take the damn money. That's awesome, right? Because twenty dollars for a whole day of beer and food, like, that's not that hard to park. No, with. I honestly thought that he meant per person. Yeah, that, that he must that must have been made his day. Oh, he loved it. You just <laughs> huge uptick. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, our buddy Will sat with Cody throughout the whole game. Oh, man, I don't know how we lost him. Yeah, and then we went over to their seats, and of course, they just all have like their traveler cup, which is just the giant plastic cup full of bourbon and soda. Jeez, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's something about that area. This is a, this is a cool vibe. And you know what I loved also about Bourbon Street? There's a few, like, obviously, there's the bars to go get just S faced. Right. But then there's like these random, like, like old school jazz bars. All right. And man, like, you go in there and you can barely get a seat. You're like, kind of just like, Right up on the people next to you, drinks are flowing, and the most ridiculously talented like jazz groups and just New Orleans vibe bands. It's some oh man, as a music fan, it was like even though I'm not even a big fan of that style, but when you're there and you're like witnessing like the 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 genuine version of it, it's so cool. Yeah, so cool. You ever been to like that park that's like the birthplace of jazz? No, I can't remember. I. Th- I don't want to say it's a cemetery, but I think it's like a park somewhere in town. Oh, I, I and like on Sundays back in the day with like slaves and stuff. That's where they could all get together and play music. I, I've heard about that. Yeah, and that's Did, supposed to be like the birthplace of it. Was that featured on the the Foo Fighters documentary? Oh, maybe that's where I got it from. I think so. All right. Yeah, because I, I like wow, oh, that sounds really familiar, and I'm picturing it. And I'm like, well, I never saw it, but I'm it was either that it. or Bourdain, one of those shows. Could be. Yeah. <laughs> so the president's getting the hang with Bourdain. Did you see that? Yeah, and they had like a $6 meal in Vietnam. Oh, I didn't even read that further into it. Oh, yeah. That's what Bourdain tweeted out, like, having a beer and I picked up the tab, $6. Would Bourdain be your guy? Like, if you were going to pick one of those uh, TV food people, would you go with Bourdain or would you pick somebody else? No. Who would you I pick? love Anthony Bourdain's show, Yeah, but him and me are totally different people. I don't think he'd like me very much. I don't think my conversation would be very fun. Yeah, like I... Like, my, right, like my personality, and you're probably the same way, completely clashes with his kind right. of like, just right. Way too, I don't even know if the word fancy is the right word. No. Or even intellectual is the right word. I mean, he is a, a smart man. Right, and he his show to me is still like the best one. You know, I'm going to say it, and if this starts a war between the Megacast and Anthony Bourdain, so be it. He doesn't seem capable of having fun. Hmm. Steve, it sounds like My you have kind no, of fun. Sounds like you have no reservations about that comment. Not at all. That's right, Bourdain. I don't think you're capable of fun. <laughs> I think you just want to have drinks and make fun of other people having fun. Right. While being miserable. I'd rather hang out with Adam Richmond and eat a lot of food. Oh, that's who you're picking? I'm picking Richmond. Uh, I that- used to really like his show, but he's a goddamn Spurs fan. Oh, is this a soccer thing? Yeah. Oh, well. I'm taking Eddie Wong. Eddie Wong? Yeah. Would not have guessed that. Yeah, man. His new show is pretty dope. Or, I mean, 
We could throw in uh, Action Bronson. He's doing a food show. Yeah. I'd, I'd hang out with Mayhem. Bronson's another one. I'm not sure. I'm not sure how he'd take me. You think he'd get mad at you and then challenge you to a race? A race? Or maybe a beard off? Yeah. <laughs> Trying to think who else. Zimmerman seems all right. Yeah, but I don't like the food he's going to eat. Yeah, he does have some strange ones. I can't handle that show. Yeah, it's a good point. This is a good qu- tweet it to us. I'd like to know what other people, like of all the food people, who would you go out and have uh, dinner with at the Megacast on Twitter? Hmm. Now I'm really thinking about it. I think Buddy, well, I wouldn't want him driving. I'm going to say Buddy from last show. Who? Buddy from Cake Boss. Oh, got, I've never seen that one. got DUI, so I said I wouldn't want him driving us stuff. Jesus, Steve, if you go out with Cake Boss, just please let me know. I will. My my niece is obsessed with that show. What about uh, Ace of Cakes? Duff. I don't know that one either. You don't know Ace of Cakes? No. That guy, Charm City Cakes. He was, I think he was based in D.C. Oh, in Baltimore. Yeah. That's Charm oh, City. Yeah, okay, there you go. Not in, close enough. Uh, sorry, man. Maybe, maybe I don't watch, watch... Do you not watch all those dessert shows? No. Oh, man. Cake Boss, Ace of, Ace of Cakes. That, yeah, I don't watch any of them. I used to watch them all. Do you watch the people that live in Alaska? No. See, that's what I'm into. Whether it's Yukon Men, The Last Alaskans, like Alaska The Last Frontier, like whatever it's called, that's what I watch. And none of that, as I always say, relates any part of my life. Like nobody's going to be like, Ted Smith, great outdoorsman. Not at all. Right? Like I'm taking an RV to a four-day festival that has vendors and showers. Right. That's your idea of roughing it. Yeah. And I'm with you. That sounds like roughing it in the most awesome way possible. Yeah, exactly. What about uh, who's the angry Englishman? Oh, Ramsey, Gordon Ramsey. No, yeah. but what's um restaurant impossible guy? The guy that's all yoked. That's rest- that married to a wrestler, Gail Kim, uh, Robert England. No, I don't wait. know him either. Robert isn't some- Robert England Freddie? Yeah, it's the wrong guy. <laughs> this is a good question though. Now I'm thinking about it. There's a lot of food guys out there. Yeah, I think it's funny that neither one of us is a guy Fieri. Oh no, <laughs> you know it's honest. <laughs> well, just because the one time I met, I was with you. He just wasn't a very friendly person. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I'm with you. I mean, he's. You know what the crazy thing about Guy Fieri is? Mm. Is I saw like he, you know, he's got like a restaurant in Vegas or whatever. Yeah, and he's doing like a display out front of the casino, and he's got like this cart, right? And it's loaded with two types of booze: Miller Light and Fireball. And it's like, oh, god damn it! Yeti, I love that stuff. Then I got no issues with the guy, but he's just not the type of guy I would want to spend a night out eating with. Yeah, you know, and I still remember- Robert Irvine. Robert Irvine. That's the guy that's all yoked. All right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the one thing I will give Guy Fieri, I remember when I met him, though, that was like in the prime when he was doing all those shows. Yeah. And some, I think it was BJ that was like, you know, he probably was just tired, maybe. It was a long day for him. And I was yeah. like, that that's fair. Like, he's, like I said, he's been nothing but great to us. I got no issues with the guy. I just- it just, you know, there's certain people you just don't want to, you don't think that you would really mesh well if it was outside of a work thing. Yeah. And that's kind of where it was at. Like, he's a nice enough guy, and I, everyone that was in his crew was super cool, too. But if I had a pick, I'm going Adam Richman. Yeah. Spurs aside, you know what? I'll probably take Adam Richman. He seems too. like he'd be a fun dude. Yeah. I think he'd be a lot more serious, though. I know. Yeah, this is a tough choice. Right? Because Bourdain is obviously the one I watch the most and does the best show, but I'm just like, 
I don't know how friendly we'd get along. I don't know if any of these food guys would really be that much fun to hang out with. You know what? You're right. Mayhem or Mayhem Loren. Like let's let's go with Action Bronson. Action we Bronson. Can hang with the whole crew. We can get stoned and race each other. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Glad that we got to the bottom of all this. <laughs> now that that's settled, Steve, it's time for us to do our push-ups and get out of here. Is it real? What about the mega advice? I can read it real quick. All right, all right. We got about 28 somebody, seconds. So somebody's in need, Steve. Minutes. All right. Uh, this comes from Joelle, who listens to the Mega Cast. Joelle? Yes. As a guy or a girl? It's a girl. Oh. When uh, I told you I coached two kids once, when I was coaching Babe Ruth baseball, Uh huh. ringers, their name were Joelle and Noel. Really? Oh, they were studs. I forget how we got them on our team. They were dudes? Yes. They were like straight from like uh, the Caribbean somewhere, and just, they were awesome. It sounds like they, remember like in the movie, was it the Little Kickers movie? The, with yeah. the Will Farrell and they had like the, the, the ringers. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly like. what it was. And they, and they never showed up to practice. They and didn't eventually, need to. No, but you know me and my brother, like we tried to bend our morals. Eventually, it was like we got a bench, and I'm like, Chris, they're going to hit homers, and it's like we we got to bench them. But like, we can win. You're right. Let's bench them. <laughs> Coach Buttermaker would have played them. Yeah, I know. I think one of them left our team as we benched them. <laughs> Well, Joel wrote us and said, uh, I just went on a date with a guy I met. I could use the mega family's advice. I've been texting a lot for about a week, and it seemed to click. He drove over to my place uh, last night to pick me up, and he's kind of old school. He insisted that we go out to dinner. I mean, she's just going to be like, I insist we just have sex. Yeah, is that old school? I guess so. I don't know if I could handle dating in this new world, man. Yeah, you could. <laughs> but when we got out of the car, he opened the door for me. I saw it. A long-stemmed red rose waiting for me on the seat. Threw me off guard. I barely know the guy, and he's bringing me a rose. And now we never even spoke on the phone. The date went well, everything, uh, but it felt like he was trying too hard. Is it cheesy to bring roses to someone on a first date, or am I just being too cynical? And that's from Joel. I never did. See, I'm like, this is why I don't know, like... I would. I've done that before, where I've gone on a couple of dates. I did it with my wife. After a couple of dates, I sent her roses. Ah, after a couple of dates. Yeah, she's asking specifically the first date. First date is a little, and they didn't even have the date yet. It was waiting for her on the date. Yeah. Ugh. I hate to though dismiss a guy because he's no, trying to be he's romantic. he's trying hard, right? I mean, that's that, that. I mean, that sucks. What if this guy is like the ultimate dude, like yeah. that you'd want to have a mega orgy with? And because of that rose, you've denied him of that opportunity. Yeah, I don't think I don't think you bag him just because of that. If anything, it'll be a fun story later down the line you can make fun of him for. Good point. Good Old point. romantic here had a rose on the first date. Give him a couple more dates. If he keeps getting like, I would say the only thing I'd be worried about is he going to be too clingy. Yeah, because that seems like that's kind of. I know I was. I feel like I was a pretty clingy boyfriend. You know, I, I was an awful dater. Awful relationships. It's until I got older. I mean, yeah. like, finally, I kind of, and I still, I think, I was pushing the limits a little bit. Probably when I first started dating Sid, probably could have chilled out a little bit. But you know, you don't. You just kind of want to get past that initial weirdness of this. You know what I mean? Yeah. And she sounds like she's a little, like, if he's overzealous on one end, I think she might be a little worried on the other. Like, he insisted we had dinner. Like, I, I don't know that that's that old school or weird. Like. Like, you know, like sometimes I'll go out for a drink, but it's like, I'd like to have dinner and have like an actual date and get to know you. Right. There's something about it. It's it's fun. It's traditional. It's the right way to do it. Yeah. You you don't have to just like text and text and text and then you finally meet up and just bang. And texting's much easier than talking. Right. You get a real, I mean, 
some people are really good on the text. I've gone out on a date with a girl I remember one time when we were texting a lot and she was super talkative on text. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be a lot of fun. Meet up for Mexican food. I'll never forget it. It was up in uh, the North End. It's like Mill Creek, I think. We go get Mexican food and it was the dullest date of my life. Like no I, almost, I almost wanted to just be like, hey, take, take out your cell phone. I'll take out mine. Let's just, let's eat and text. Yeah. Because it, it sucked. It's so dull. I bet it was tough to have sex later. <laughs> Never had sex. She was hot. <laughs> <sighs> Thanks, Ted. <laughs> Let's get out of here. You mega douche. <laughs> I'm going back to the list. <laughs> oh, you just upgraded me. I'll take it. All right. Hey, thank you for listening to the Megacast. Follow us on Twitter at the Megacast. And we'll be back next week. Yeah, summertime. Have some fun out there. That's right. Get crazy. Go have a brunch and a glass of water. Get get in some water. And then get into a mega orgy. (laughs) Tell them Steve and Ted sent you. I don't know. It's like a more orgy store. Yeah, we got to do push-ups. <laughs> right, get out of here. Get Ted Mega Family. I'm sorry. I'm going out. Here we go. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I'm very paranoid about hitting my head again. I know this. You're <laughs> very careful when you yeah. get up. No more just pop it up. Yeah, man. Memorial Day weekend. Have a great time out there. Absolutely. We'll be back next week. Peace.